You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 96. And today, ladies, we are diving into the topic of how to boost digestion with digestive enzymes, herbs, and superfoods. So it's an exciting episode if you have any issues with digestion or you just want to learn a little bit more of how you can help your gut to help you. So with no further ado, let's dive on in. Welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad. I'm a certified women's health and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and now new proud Nana. And I'm on a global mission to disrupt the women's health education space by showing women how to be their healthiest self by teaching them how to be their number one self-care advocate. I believe that true transformation only happens when we come together as a collective group of women who are like-minded, who are curious and want to learn about our health as it pertains to us being women. So how do we do that? We do it one healthy conversation at a time. So let's dive in. Well, hey there, ladies. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about how to boost digestion with digestive enzymes and different supplements and herbs. So if you have digestive issues and or you are trying to learn a little bit about the digestive enzyme world, then today's episode is going to really be for you and you're going to want to pay attention to it. So here's the thing. I can't cover every single thing in a podcast of a half an hour or so, but we're going to try to get through as much of this as possible. But if you really want to learn more about specific things like gut health and digestion, then I suggest that you think about joining our Well Woman monthly membership um, that we will be launching um, in September, so this month, because every month we're going to be going over a different masterclass that's going to be exclusively on a different part of women's health and issues that we have. And one of the upcoming episodes, one upcoming episodes, one of the upcoming masterclasses is all about gut health. And we're going to be concentrating all month long when we get to that masterclass about gut health. And I'm building on different foundations for you to learn about. So if you really want to learn about supplementation, you want to know maybe which supplements you should be taking, which are the good ones. Um, and all that other good stuff, then you really want to, you know, join forces with somebody who has the knowledge and can point you in that direction, which would be moi. So I would love to see you in there and have you part of our membership and our community to try to make things different in the women's health world. All right. So let's get back to talking about um, boosting our digestion with digestive enzymes and supplements and herbs. So first of all, ladies, you know, in order for your body to feel energetic and revitalized, okay, and I know that that's what all of us want. We want to feel energy. We want to have, um, we want to feel revitalized. We want to be able to go through our day feeling um, great, having, um, you know, a great attitude, a good mindset, and all of that comes together when we focus on our health as a total package instead of thinking as each part as separately. So in order to have this energy and have this this vitality, it's essential that you are able to absorb all of the nutrients from the food that you're eating, okay? And in this month's masterclass, we are concentrating on clean eating and the importance of clean eating. So 
that will be talked about a ton in this month and you're going to get a lot of valuable information there. So again, if you would like to become part of our membership, head on over to wellwomannetwork.com forward slash membership hyphen programs, or just go to the nav bar and click on programs and you can sign up for our beta launch that we are doing this month for 1999, a month that is. So you have to have the ability to absorb the nutrients in order for them to do what they need to do in your body and to get any value out of them. So proper digestion is a crucial part of this equation. Even though um, our bodies produce natural digestive enzymes, many people benefit from incorporating digestive enzyme supplements into their diet, okay? Because in our stomachs, ladies, it is the digestive enzymes that have the task that um, to ensure that the food that we're eating and that we consume is properly digested. And this process of digestion is vital for our survival, okay? So not only is getting the proper nutrients from the good food that you need to be eating, but you have to know which ones in each cells need different things. So that's why we're also, why we're concentrating fully and heavily on clean eating and what that means and why that's important to your overall health, okay? Because if you want to get good nutrients, then you need to be eating good food. So once those minerals and those nutrients are extracted from our food, they can be broken down and absorbed into our bloodstream to then be used as needed to fuel our entire processes. Okay. Like I said, different fruits and different vegetables, you know, have different nutrients that are targeted for different cells in our body. So you want to make sure that you're incorporating the proper foods and the proper amounts in your body to be getting these nutrients. So the pro the majority of us have grown accustomed to cooking our foods and have strayed from eating them raw mostly. Okay. Because most people generally don't like eating them raw, regardless of whether we eat in restaurants or we cook at home or we go takeout, we are not getting as many enzymes as we can from our foods. This is one of the reasons why you can greatly benefit from including the use of digestive enzymes in your daily routine. Okay, because you're just not getting those in the food that you're normally eating most of the time, especially if you're eating a highly processed um, nutrition plan. Not only will these enzymes help boost the body's natural digestive processes, but they can also help to prevent a whole range of gastrointestinal problems. All right. So enzyme deficiencies have been linked to other problems, including emotional and mental disorders, and even some physical disabilities. Okay. So, you know, the view in the medical community on the use of digestive enzymes is largely divided. Okay. Depending on who you talk to, which provider you talk to and what school, you know, what school of thought they come from or what side of the fence they sit on. There are some schools of thought who believe that over time, the body may become overly dependent on these supplements, especially stopping the production of our natural enzymes. But I kind of find that ironic, okay, because most Western medical providers prescribe H2 blockers, and those are your omiprazole, you know, your pantoprazole, your Zantac, you know, all of those kind of things now that you can readily find over the counter. And they've been using people, you know, have been prescribing them for a long time for acid reflux, GERD, or for whatever. And there have been a lot of people who've been on them for years on end. And they say that, you know, if you've been on the H2 blockers for a long time, it shuts off your own body's acid production. And there are studies that show it is not beneficial to shut off your natural acid production forever. That's why now, if you see on the back of some of the over-the-counter antacids, prilocycomiprazole, they'll tell you, you know, take it for 14 days, then stop and try to, you know, not do it and do other things. So just like with any other kind of medication, sometimes with sleep aids, with anti-anxiety medication, 
you know, our bodies get dependent on it and they shut off certain functions that we really need to be replacing or having our body be able to do that function on its own. Okay. Conversely, there are those who also promote the use of enzyme supplementation since no negative side effects have been found in any laboratory tests so far. And this is the camp ladies that I choose to sit on. Okay. Because digestive enzymes help break down your food. And I'm a big proponent, you know, of whole food nutrition. So I try to, you know, eat the foods that contain these kind of natural natural digestive enzymes to help us. And then you can look towards, you know, certain supplements as adjunct if you need to for that. So one of the first things is the bromelain and papaya. Two popular digestive enzymes are the bromelain, which is derived from pineapple and papaya extract. Both of these can be found at your local health food store. And if you're interested in adding digestive enzyme to your supplement, your supplement regime, I recommend that you consult number one, your, your medical provider first, especially if you are taking medication whose effectiveness may be reduced by taking antacids. And there are certain medications where digestive enzymes and even H2 blockers, you know, are contraindicated if you're taking certain medications because they'll block the absorption of those particular medications that you're taking. So always check with your medical provider. It's also important to rule out that your digestive troubles are not the result of some under, other underlying medical problem. I also recommend that pregnant or lactating women consult with their obstetricians or midwives or their family providers um, before taking any type of supplementation as well, because you want to make sure that it's something that is safe for you to take during pregnancy and or if you are breastfeeding. Okay, so let's talk about some herbs and spices for a health, for a healthy digestive system. So 70% of the body's immune system exists in our digestive tract. And when we get into our gut health component in the, in the monthly master classes, we're going to be talking a big time about how your, your gut is your second brain. Therefore, it makes sense to keep the digestive system as healthy as possible so that your body can perform its critical immune functions continuously. Okay. So you house immune cells in your gut, you house, um, neurotransmitters in your gut, you house a lot of things in your gut. And that's why we're finding the source of a lot of problems because people's guts are very unhealthy today. So one of the best things that you can do is eat healthy foods, which include a variety of different herbs and spices. There are many herbs and spices that are excellent for improving gut health, including the following. Always again, check with your medical provider before adding any herbs or spices, ladies, to your um, nutrition plan, because you want to make sure that there's no interactions with the medications you're taking. So licorice root is one of those things. It's an adaptive herb, which works in balancing the cortisol levels and improving stomach acid production. And its ability to regulate cortisol levels is what makes this herb helpful for those suffering from leaky gut sy symptoms, which can be triggered and exacerbated by stress. Licorice root also helps maintain the mucosal lining in the stomach and duodenum. In addition, this herb contains um, glycinric acid. This helps speed up the healing process of gastric ulcers. But the thing of it is, is um, licorice root, especially black licorice, can um, increase your blood pressure. So again, if you are taking other medications, you want to really make sure that you are talking to your medical provider before you try certain ones, okay? Ginger is also another very helpful healing property, and it's been used for centuries, and it's well known for treating several digestive problems. It contains xenodrone, xenodrones and gingerols, which have anti-inflammatory properties, um, they can also help with eczema, psoriasis, and acne, and other skin problems because a lot of those problems arise 
because you have inflammation that is going on in the gut. So if you clean up your gut and you clean up that leaky gut syndrome, you can a lot of times alleviate a lot of those problems. Now, a lot of you probably know about milk thistle because you hear about it a lot because we prescribe it for a thing called fatty liver. So you may have heard of it, but you want to take milk thistle in the recommended amounts of, do of recommended dosage amounts. It can help with um, gas, it can help with constipation, bloating, stomach cramps, and in, in indigestion are just a few of the problems that the use of milk thistle can help. And it can also help, like I said, with um, fatty liver that we have a tremendous rise on. But again, you're going to want to know um, a good recommended dose, and you'll need to ask your provider, you know, if you can take milk thistle. And normally the recommended dose is what's on the back of the product. All right, some other ones are peppermint. Um, and peppermint, some people swear by this for digestive issues. Um, and, you know, a lot of people either they say to use it or they say not to use it. Peppermint has been known to be an antispasmodic. And other people say that um, peppermint just causes um, heartburn to happen because it actually um, relaxes the sphincter muscle, which closes off the stomach and allows the acid to go back down in the esophagus. Consequently, the symptoms of heartburn or GERD may get worse if you use um, peppermint. So again, you have to see, you know, if you're not taking any other medication, some of these things you just have to try and see how they do. Peppermint's not going to hurt you. It just may have you have more heartburn. Okay. Then next, I want to talk to you a little bit. Sorry, I'm getting away from the mic here. I want to talk to you about some superfoods that you can use for gut health. So there are more herbs and spices, but for the sake of this podcast, I'm just, I'm going to go into those top ones that I talked to you about, which are licorice, which are um, peppermint, um, and also which are milk thistle, they help a lot. You can also use chamomile, you can use cumin, um, coriander. There's a lot of other different ones that you can use for digestive um, help as well. And you will get into that when we talk about that more in one of our master classes. If, you're, if you want to learn more, you can join us. So the human gut, ladies, is home to trillions of microorganisms. And the population of bacteria in the gut is, an, is 10 times more than in all the cells in the body combined. Your gut flora plays a major role in your health. Okay, I'm going to tell you, say that again. Your gut health flora plays a major role in your health and is responsible for regulating metabolism, protecting the body against infection, and enhancing gastrointestinal functions. Therefore, it is extremely important to have a healthy gut flora for a healthy digestive system. They go hand in hand. Okay, if you don't have a good digestive system or a healthy one, you're not going to have a healthy gut. And one way to achieve this is through eating the right amounts of foods and the right foods. See, a lot of medicines and herbs that exist out there can do a lot of the same things that medication can do with a lot without a lot of the side effects um, and any of the bad stuff that happens when, you know, medication gets um, made and it has to be changed in order for a company to put their name on it. So a lot of things that exist in nature, you know, you'll find that certain products that are, are prescription products are made from things that are in nature, but you can't take what's already in nature and manufacture it and call it your own drug. So that's why the drug companies have to change it. And once you start changing medication, that's the structure of it, or start changing the structure of the plant, that's where you can get um, the side effects start to come in. All right. So let's look at some of the foods that are considered to be superfoods for your gut health. All right. And like I said, this is not an exhaustive list. This is the top ones that I think are great and that are out there. The first one is bone broth. Okay. And people have heard about bone broth. It's been around for a long time, but bone broth contains immune optimizing components, which serve as building blocks for gut healing. This is especially beneficial for those of you suffering with the leaky gut, like we talked about earlier, because one, one particular component that makes bone broth helpful for the gut is the gelatin in there. 
Gelatin is made up of hydrophilic colloids, which attracts liquids such as digestive juices. Gelatin also contains glucosamine, silicone, calcium, and phosphorus, which further promote a healthy gut. The next thing is really easy, something that you can make at home, flaxseed tea. Because flax seeds contain soluble fiber, omega-3 fats, and lagoons. These components aid in lubricating, and they also have anti-inflammatory effects, making them beneficial for colon healing. So to make the tea, you pour one tablespoon of flax seeds into 12 ounces of boiling water, allow it to steep overnight, and then you strain off the seeds before you drink. The next thing is you can use red cabbage because it contains L-glutamine, which is an amino acid which helps in healing the soft tissue of the lining of the intestines. Red cabbage is beneficial for people suffering from leaky gut syndrome, irritable bowel syndrome, celiac disease, Crohn's disease, and ulcerative colitis. Now, if you have celiac disease, or more importantly, if you have Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, please always make sure that you are checking with your medical provider because if you are already on medications for these um, disease entities, you want to make sure that none of these other things are going to be conflicting. The next thing that I like a lot is called coconut kefir. It contains beneficial bacteria that will recolonize your gut and promote hydration in your mucous membranes. It has beneficial yeast that destroy pathogenic yeasts, which are the bad kind. It also works to purify, strengthen, and clean the intestinal walls and keep it strong and healthy against any disease-causing pathogens such as salmonella and or E. coli. Okay, coconut kefir has been found helpful in assimilating the nutrients in the gut while also enhancing the uses of your B vitamins and other trace minerals. Other things that are really good are oranges because they're packed with um, soluble fiber and that when fermented by the gut bacteria has several beneficial benefits, okay? The process of fermenting soluble fiber in the gut produces a byproduct called um, butyrate. This substance is known to act as an anti-inflammatory that helps the gut to work in a healthier manner. All right, so we're going to talk about this also in the gut masterclass about, you know, prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics and how, you know, what you need to eat and kind of make that whole environment. Because if you're taking a probiotic, um, you want to make sure that you have a prebiotic because that's what the probiotics feed off of. And this um, butyrate is one of those substances that the gut needs in order to be able to process, digest it, to be able to produce and prop, prop, uh, help process the probiotics that you're taking and making sure that they're getting absorbed, okay? So the last one that I want to talk to you about is chia seeds. Chia seeds are powerhouses of anti-inflammatory phytochemicals. They provide a soothing effect that is beneficial for sufferers of gastrointestinal distress. They're also gluten-free, which makes them ideal for those who have celiac disease and gluten intolerance. In addition, chia seeds are high in dietary fiber, which promotes bowel regularity. This fiber content also helps people feel fuller quicker. Once it reaches the stomach, it forms a gelatin-like substance that serves as a prebiotic for enhanced probiotic growth in the gut, hence what we were just talking about. So as you can see, ladies, there are quite a few foods to choose from in the list that I just gave you. There's quite a um, number of herbs that you can also look into and kind of explore. Um, so you can certainly add a few or all of these superfoods to your um, diet plan without too much trouble. And when you do this, you'll be giving your gut a really healthy boost. So if you are eating a lot of meat, if you don't, if you're not a vegetable eater, if you're not a big fruit eater, and you're just sticking much to a lot of carbs and a lot of starches and a lot of meats, then you're really not getting a lot of these beneficial, um, digestive enzymes from the actual food that you eat. And that's when you may want to look and turn to a digestive enzyme with either papaya or bromelain 
in it. And there's plenty over the counter and there's some really good ones. So you want to make sure that you're taking good supplements and we'll be talking about all that as well. So I hope that you learned a little bit about some digestive enzymes. You know, what are some of the herbs that you can um, start taking and what are some of the foods that you can start incorporating into your diet to start, you know, moving your gut into the healthy direction. And again, you know, a lot of times this information is, you know, is confusing. And that's why I encourage you to, you know, if it's not myself, find a, you know, a practitioner, a holistic practitioner or provider or somebody that you can sit with and you can talk to about alternative things that are just not always wanting to push medicine down your throat. Or if you are taking medicine, they're, they're encouraging you to be on it short term and try other things, lifestyle changes, which includes changing your diet and getting some natural supplements over the counter. So if you don't have anybody like that in your corner, then I would love to be that person for you. And again, like I said, we're starting our monthly masterclass. And that's the whole reason that I started um, this membership program was to really, you know, take women and help you up level your health and really teach you about your body and what you need to know about it so that you can make intelligent decisions. You can have intelligent conversations with your, not only your medical provider, but with all the people in your life, because you'll be proactive at that point. You'll know what your body's doing. You'll know how it's talking to you. You'll know when it's not talking to you. You'll know, okay, how to evaluate good supplements. You'll know how to read a food label. You know, you need to understand that and learn and not everything can you get off of the internet or off of Google or WebMD. Sometimes you need a person in your corner that you can commune with and, you know, and you need a community that's also there supporting you and encouraging you and, you know, asking questions and helping each other learn. So it's my mission in this lifetime to really start disrupting the the space of women's health education because I think when it comes to women, we you know we get pushed aside a lot in the medical world. Not that they mean to do it, but I think it just happens. And I think not only does the medical world do it to ourselves, but I think we do it to ourselves as well because we get so busy with taking care of everybody else that we forget about us and we forget that we need to be educated about about our bodies. You know, we, we know about our kids. We know about our parents. I know what medications my mom takes. I know about all her numbers. You know, I make sure she gets to the doctor. I make sure my husband does. I make sure my granddaughter gets taken care of, you know, but sometimes in the midst of doing all this, taking care of it from everybody else, you know, you forget about yourself or you just rush through the taking care of you when you would, when you wouldn't do that if it was, if it was somebody or a loved one. So I highly encourage you to, you know, come back, keep listening to these podcasts because we're going to give you constantly great little um, tidbits and information, um, and spurts to get your juices flowing and for you to start thinking about different things and how you can change your health. Um, come on over. Um, we have a free Facebook group at Well Woman Network 360 on Facebook. You can also DM me over at Instagram at Well Woman Network. And we'd love for you to subscribe and um, leave us a comment on any of your um, podcast um, apps that you listen to. And I really thank you so much for listening to this because I know that you can listen to a lot of other things. But um, thank you for tuning in each week when I do come weekly, which I'm trying to do more regularly, especially now that the kind of the COVID is kind of like simmering down a little bit and is not as hectic as it was at the beginning. So again, ladies, I thank you so much. I have, I hope that you have a blessed week and um, I'll talk to you soon and bye for now. The information including, but not limited to, text, graphics, images, and other material contained on the main Well Woman Network website, in Well Woman Network blog post, on the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast, and any other Well Woman Network health educational resources are for educational purposes only.
The purpose of Well Woman Network's educational resources is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to, to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your personal physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard or read on any of our platforms.